You're listening to the Rooted Feminine Podcast, the place for sovereign women who want to honor just how potent they truly are. I'm your host, Marissa Lawton, a former licensed psychotherapist turned sacred steward, and it's my mission to help women cultivate grounded relationships with their feminine energy and step more fully into their divinity. I walk alongside feminine seekers as they remember their magic, reconnect with ancient rhythms, and reclaim their divine power. By moving beyond patriarchal constructs and good girl conditioning, we are all able to co-create a life of spiritual intention. Each week, we will work to root spiritual concepts in the earth and in the body. You'll get a sense of what it's like to open yourself up to your mysticism like never before and you'll be inspired to walk the feminine path, pouring into yourself and the collective around you. From the way you make your money, to the way you trust your path, and the way you show up in the world, you really can embody your soul's truth. So keep listening and prepare to enter Temple Space. Hey sisters, let's be honest. There's a difference between your spiritual path being something you do and being who you are. We're all here listening today because we're craving the embodied power that is possible when we resurrect our relationship with ancient and sacred wisdom. But none of us is alone when we realize we have a lot of work to do, individually and collectively, in order to help the divine feminine truly rise. Truth is, there are generations worth of deconditioning and decolonizing work that needs to happen for goddess energy to feel safe enough to flourish and each of us has a different soul calling and dharmic purpose to help her do just that while this all sounds so magical it's not really that easy to step out of the systems and structures we've known all our lives even if our intuition is screaming at us to do so and we all could use a little guidance on how best to bravely step onto the feminine path this is why i made you an insightful quiz In nine grounded questions, you'll see exactly where you're at in your divine feminine journey and what could help you most as you root into your spiritual growth. It's super easy for you to take and it will give you incredible insight into awakening your magic and stepping into your power. Simply head on over to rootedfeminine.com slash quiz to take the first step in your rerouting journey. Hey, sister. Welcome to episode three of Rooted Feminine. Uh, The other day I was on Instagram and I saw all these memes of like women's fingers, like spreading open flowers and like dripping nectar from a flower, um, talking about feminine energy and feminine magic and all that stuff. And Well, seductress and sex kitten are absolutely an archetype of the divine feminine. It's not all that the divine feminine is. We're not just um, sacred seductresses, sacred sex objects, right? Um, That's beautiful and fun and a great energy to play around with. And it's very potent and powerful. And we absolutely will explore it here on the show and inside of the Rooted Collective. But that's not all that the feminine energy is. So I thought we would kind of just break it down today, basics, uh, and talk about what is feminine energy, what is masculine energy, 
in their wholeness, not in these like kind of bastardized versions or Instagram versions, but in their wholeness, in their totality, what are these different energies? How are they different? Why is it important that they are different? Um, and all of that. So I think that's what we're going to dive into today. Um, there's a lot of confusion right now in the spirituality space. And I definitely um, see that a lot in these representations, right? Of only showing the sex kitten or only showing the mother, which is a, a wonderful feminine archetype. But it's not only the feminine or women that this happens to, because there are people in the Instagram space and on TikTok and online that are also teaching divine masculine, and they are taking this very myopic, microscopic, narrow view of divine masculine as well. And where I really see this is in the relationship space, like if you want to attract that radiant, sexy, divine feminine, you must be a uber masculine man, right? No feelings. <laughs> Go to the gym, right? And vice versa. Like, if you want that provider, masculine man who's going to lead you and open the door for you, da-da-da-da-da. You have to be soft and dainty and radiant and receptive and never have an opinion. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But that's where I see this a lot. So if you're single and you're uh, wanting to be predominantly in your feminine energy and you want a masculine man who's predominantly in his masculine energy, that is awesome, right? I'm not saying that that isn't cool and isn't a legitimate desire. It's just not all that there is okay and so a lot of people are making it out to be like that is sacred feminine that is divine masculine and it's just one small sliver um because we have to think like we're dealing with divinity here we're dealing with divine energy here the divine is infinite it is infinite there there are countless and innumerable ways that both of these energies can show up what my work is and what many others work is is to categorize these into archetypes so that our little like you know human brains can can comprehend the divinity and this is not only the divinity outside of us this is the divinity within us and i think that's really important for us to remember as well um but these categorize help categories help us make sense of this and help us embody it but it also definitely narrows it and shrinks it so we have to think that even while i'm teaching multiple archetypes and many facets beyond just like uh madonna whore or seductress or maiden soft playful youthful right um, I'm teaching as I'm teaching 12 really because there's 12 months of the year but there are many right and just like there are many archetypes of feminine there are many 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 archetypes of masculine the sage the warrior the magician right these are all masculine representations of divinity okay so we have to walk into this with a sense of a spiritual knowing right and the more 
we know spiritually, the more we realize that we don't know anything. <laughs> I actually heard that quote um, last weekend when I was at um, a conference in Tampa for Hay House. Um, and one of the presenters said, the more I learn about my spirituality, the more I realize I don't know anything. Um, and so I think we've got to have this curious, exploratory um, view we're not here to have it all figured out. What would what would be the fun of that? What would be the um, the enjoyment in that? Um, and so I'm actually talking in masculine and feminine terms here because the masculine would be figured out. It would be clear and concise, whereas the feminine would be maybe a little bit more nebulous, but there'd be flow to it. There'd be enjoyment to it. So. I want to um, dive into this. I want to tease apart these two different energies and give you a more well-rounded explanation of what they are um, and, and talk about them in totality, not just in the parts that are sexy or the parts that sell on Instagram, okay? Because all that bullshit does is actually serves to prop up the patriarchy. It makes us feel that we have to be one particular way and that way serves a man, right? And we're not about that here on Rooted Feminine. Okay. When we believe, when we're caught up in kind of these rudimentary or basic explanations of masculine and feminine, it's actually holding us back, right? It prevents us from really tapping into our sacred energies. It keeps us living um, above the neck in our heads. It keeps us receiving the story that they want us to hear, right? They being patriarchy and, you know, the systems of oppression. It keeps us in their narrative. Um, so we've got to expand. We've got to expand our perception of this. Um, that's when you drop into the sacred. Okay, that's when you drop into the divinity. That's when you drop into the truth in those hidden realities, when, what you can only sense when you bring your mysticism online. Okay, so staying in the basic only keeps us basic and keeps our spirituality basic and keeps us serving the systems instead of stepping outside of and potentially, if it's your thing, bringing the systems down, right? We don't want to be playing on the surface, right? If you're here listening to this show, you're not you're not drawn to the surface. You're not you're not wanting to stay surface level, right? You're not really embodying your soul's truth when you're just staying in that surface level realm, okay? When you drop into the sacredness of these energies, that's when you bring on your magical uniqueness that's when you step into your power. Because once we know the depths and the true differences, the true complementary differences between masculine and feminine energy, then we can recognize how they show up in our lives, in our businesses, with our families, in our relationships, in all the areas, not just one, not just dating, right? In all the areas. And we can call them when we need them, right? I also want to make a point that bringing on our masculine and bringing on our feminine um, is not one way or the other. This is called polarity. 
and it exists on a spectrum, okay? Somebody who I meet may naturally, their natural inclination when they're living in their soul's truth, when they're authentically living in their dharma and putting, um, you know, their, their real self, their soul self, their higher self, when they're living from that place, one person that I meet may be 90% feminine, and 10% masculine, like that might be their natural polarity. And that might be a biological man. Okay. So again, this is not gendered, right? Somebody else could be in their soul's honest expression, 70% masculine and 30% feminine. And that could be a biological woman. Okay. So we've got to get out of that binary construct here. And we've got to just think of energetic play and energetic ratios. Okay. You've heard me say that we are not here to compete with each other or to measure up against each other. We're here to complement each other. We want to sit in our unique ratio, in our fullest expressions ratio, right? And for me, that might be um, not like, I also like to think of this as an average over time, which I'll explain because right now with the move that we have going on and lots of things that I have to manage and balance, I would say my natural um, predisposition right now is probably higher on the masculine. Um, I've found myself like overly functioning and overly focusing and having to intentionally draw my feminine online. But if I was predominantly feminine right now, nothing would be getting done. Be like, oh, we're moving in three days. Okay, whatever. Oh, the box, I'll just wake up and the box will be magically packed, <laughs> right? <laughs> that wouldn't serve me, okay? So I think we have a natural, like when we're in equilibrium, I think we have a natural ratio, but there are times in our life where our, our ratio needs to shift, right? Where our ratio needs to shift and we need to be able to show up for ourselves and our lives and our families and our loved ones and our businesses and our work, we need to be able to show up for them in different capacities. I think we can even root this in some ancient wisdom too, because like, let's think back to like hunter gatherer days, right? Obviously I can't remember them consciously, but they live in me through my, you know, mitochondrial DNA through my ancestral memory. Um, and then if you want to go past lives and, and dive into that, maybe I had a past life then too. All of us could have, and all of us absolutely have the cellular memory. But from what I imagine hunter-gatherer days to be, right, there were probably pretty lazy days or easy days where it was like, all right, we got, you know, this patch of strawberries is ripe. Let's go ahead and pick them. Okay. And then we'll, we'll come back and we'll lay by the river or whatever, right? Just go with me in this example. Um, there's other days where it's like, oh crap, all the, all the squash ripened overnight and we've got fields and fields and fields and fields to pick. We got some work to do today, right? Different energy. Also, it could be like, oh, there's one field of strawberries, but holy crap, there's a jaguar or whatever. Like a wolf is right there. That's a totally different energy, right? So we're not independent of our environment. We're not creating a spiritual bubble for ourselves where we just get to float along in this blissed out false 
version, like the whole point of embodiment, the whole point of rooted feminine is that we still have active lives to live, but we get to co-create them. We get to shape them. And so we get to play, and I don't want to say manipulate, but utilize, maybe a better word, these energies as they serve us, right? That's power. That's what power is. That's magical, right? So we've, we've got to realize that this is A, not fixed, B, it's not binary or gendered, and C, um, we get to intentionally do this. We're co-creating with our divinity, co-creating with our universe, okay? So we all have a unique ratio. I think if, you know, we're in those non-threatening kind of relaxed situations, we're probably going to find our truest or purest ratio. But I do believe in our ratio shifting to um, meet our needs, to fill a purpose 100%. Okay. So let's dive into like, what are these, what are these energies? So when I'm saying like 60 masculine and 40 feminine or whatever, like what are these ratios or what are these energies? And then we'll talk a little bit more about this ratio and this expression. Okay. So this is really, it can be as simple as you want it to be, right? It doesn't have to be super esoteric. Like I, I hear some people talk about this and it's just like, so out there and it's very hard to grasp um but we can make this really understandable we can make this um easy to comprehend and i think like i've said the mind is a doorway so if we've got this easy in our mind then we can drop it in the body then we can feel it then we can experience it but we do sometimes need that cerebral or that cognitive understanding okay so let's do it. Hey there, hopping in real quick to let you know that I've created something deep, profound, and also really fun for you. I know you're here because you're yearning for the days when feminine power was revered, when women were the sought after oracles and the magic weavers. But the first thing that often comes up is the fear that modern day society no longer celebrates these ideas. We no longer take the time to slow down and savor the seasons leaning into the wisdom that Mother Earth so graciously offers. We no longer pour into ourselves and each other, mothering a sense of community and well-being. And we no longer co-create with the universe, bringing divine guidance down into our bodies and living our soul's truth. For those of us who crave this, it's really hard to reconcile the deep yearning for feminine ways with the uber-productive and mostly destructive masculine flavor of the world's day. So how are you supposed to reclaim your magical, powerful birthright when the world isn't designed to support it? Well, I'm a firm believer in tapping into your roots. You absolutely can embody ancient wisdom and awaken your feminine magic in your modern day life right now. I mean, what better way to bring down the patriarchy than to live, breathe, and share the sacred feminine at the grocery store, the school pickup line, in our businesses, and every way we show up in our day-to-day -day lives. In fact, I'd love to walk you through a rewilding process that will help you bravely step onto the feminine path and rebirth your relationship to your power. And you can start by watching my on-demand training called the six phases of the rerouting cycle. 
When you tune in, you'll explore why ascension is doing a disservice to your spiritual journey and how descension and embodiment really serves you. We'll also go through the six phases of the rooting cycle, the feminine energies that support it, and how to work toward embodying your rebirth. And finally, you'll learn how to avoid the number one mistake women make when rerooting into their feminine. So if you're ready to boldly step onto the feminine path and reclaim your primal potency, you can sign up for the training and start working toward calling your feminine energy into your everyday life right now. Simply head over to rootedfeminine.com masterclass to register. Let's do a simple explanation. And then we'll talk about that ratio a little bit more. Okay. So masculine energy, a few ways that you can think of masculine energy is phallic. Okay. The symbol for masculine energy would be a phallus or like a triangle. Okay, like a pointed up pyramid type triangle. So phallic, pointed, and pointed as in like sharp and pointed, but pointed as in focused, right? Pointed, it is focused, directive, okay? Piercing and penetrative. So if there is something like a situation um, going on, masculine will will penetrate it to change it it will focus its energy and it will pierce the situation and that is how masculine energy functions okay masculine energy is focused on accomplishment or it accomplishing something and it's goal oriented so there is a drive or a, again a singular focus and it's individualized it's what do i need to do in this situation to get this outcome Okay, you can think of masculine as the container for which everything exists. Okay, this is when it starts to get um, esoteric. So if this doesn't work for you, just go back to that list. Phallic, pointed, directive, piercing, accomplished, individualized, goal-oriented, and penetrative. Okay, but if you're ready for something a little bit more, you know, in the mystical realms, masculine is the container for which everything exists so it holds it holds the energy right it holds the space it is the container of space (laughs) so it's the awareness of okay when we're thinking about something when we're in our brain in our mind i'm asking you right now to be in your masculine mind because i'm asking you to think about something and to understand it cerebrally okay so that awareness So some examples of this are like Father Sky holds Mother Earth. Father Sky surrounds Mother Earth, right? We're here grounded on Mother Earth and Mother Earth is held by and allowed to flourish, not allowed, but capable of flourishing within the boundaries of Father Sky. So another example of this is when we think of outer space, right? Planet Earth is spinning and it's like, planet Earth. but if we didn't have the orbit, planet Earth would just be flying off into space, right? The orbit keeps planet Earth around the sun at the appropriate distance so that life can flourish on the planet. Okay, so the orbit, that force that keeps Earth contained is the masculine. And the earth itself, 
the flourishing of the life, the existence, the exuberance that happens on the planet, that is the feminine, okay? And I really like that example. Now, here's where we get that patriarchy, right? The man is the control, right? We listen to the man and he knows what's best and you can't survive without the man, right? So that orbit example is where those people that that energetic sense of like the the masculine contains you know it it grounds it it provides structure to the feminine but that doesn't mean that the feminine isn't powerful in her own right um you know we could argue more powerful like but what what patriarchy has done is diminished and um spat on and made feminine power which we'll talk about in just a moment seem like it's less than and so even those who maybe are biologically female or who are are biologically male but have that feminine predisposition their ratio is naturally more feminine they've hid those parts of themselves or tried desperately to change those parts of themselves because they weren't as highly valued in our society right okay so let's do the same thing for feminine so if masculine is the shape of a pointing up like a pyramid triangle, feminine is a chalice. So it's the inverse of that. It's the pyramid with the point down and the open end of the triangle facing up. It's the chalice. Okay, so phallic and chalice. And we know they fit together, right? The phallus fits inside the chalice, right? So feminine energy is soft and receptive. That doesn't mean weak. Okay, so I want to definitely point that out. Soft does not mean weak or meek. It just means that where masculine is pointed and has that singular focus, feminine is soft and receptive in terms of surrender, in terms of trust, right? There's an orbit that will keep me in line. And so I can surrender and I want to say aligned because in line sounds again like that punishment so there's an orbit that keeps me aligned and I can trust that and in that trust I can surrender to ease to peace I can receive what is mine and what is meant for me I do not have to force it and I do not have to control it okay there's magic there there is strength in surrendering there is incredible trust in surrendering okay and so where we were talking about the feminine or the masculine being piercing and individualized and accomplished the feminine is gathering and loving and communal okay so they're inverse of each other neither is better or worse they are complementary they fit. They are meant to be together. Okay. And I don't in any way want that to come across as like a man and a woman are meant to be together. That's not what I'm saying. And that's not what I mean. I mean, these energies are complementary. Okay. So the other things are nurturing and flowing. Those are those feminine characteristics. Okay. And so by looking at this, I want us to remember that there are infinite facets of the feminine. It's not just Madonna whore. It's not just maiden, mother, or crone. There are so many in between, okay? So many in between. 
There is a female warrioress. She is firm and fierce, just like a male warrior, but they use different energies to fight their battles. They fight for different reasons and they fight from different places. Okay. So I just think that this is really important to know. A, the differences in the in the energies as a whole, how they complement each other, how they fit each other, as well as the fact that there are many, 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 many representations of these energies, right? Where can we go to see some of these representations as myth and story? Ancient myths, of course, but even like modern day movies, right? No story is unique. No story is original. It's all a retelling of something. So even if like the ancient stories don't speak to you, you can see these archetypes and these energies in modern day storytelling as well. All right, so let's talk a little bit more about the way that these energies um, play and how it's a polarity and how it's a ratio, um, how you can use them, why you can use them, and all of that stuff, okay? So our goal, again, repeating myself, but our goal is never to be 100% feminine or 100% masculine. It's not about that. It's about finding our natural polarity, our natural propensity, and then knowing that different times and different environments will call out or will draw out um, more or less energies from us. So our our natural polarity can respond to our environment, okay? So let's say you run a business and there are times where you're going to need to be more in your masculine energy. You're going to need to focus. You're going to need to to be pointed and penetrate your time and get things done, right? I've this is the fourth podcast I've recorded today, right? Um I had a list. I had things that needed to be done today, and those are masculine traits. Okay? Again, if we all lived like hermits in the woods and we didn't subscribe to any parts of society, maybe we could say, yeah, I'm totally 100% my feminine you know, things will happen as they happen. And, you know, I don't have any bills to pay. So there, you know, my, my hermit house, <laughs> my cabin, whatever, is totally free. And my garden is abundant and then feeds me and I don't have to shop for food, right? I doubt anybody listening to this is having that exact experience of life. Maybe we're working toward that, which is amazing. But remember, the point of this show is how we do this in real life okay just it's true like how we do this in real life so most of us listening still have bills to pay most of us listening still have businesses to run or work to do most of us still have you know kids that go to regular schools even if again that's something we're working on changing right so we have to use real world examples here we have to we don't have to think about how we're embodying these energies and calling on our power in our modern day lives, okay? So I needed masculine energy today, even though my natural propensity is with my Taurus rising is to lay in my bed and feed myself and read a book, right? If I could do nothing else, that's what I would do. Um, it's not that day for me today, okay? So I can absolutely activate my masculine, right? I can, you know... Um, 
play some pump up music. I can kind of um, like puff up my chest and do some body movements and some signals to myself that it's go time, right? That's another phrase that somebody said at this um, conference. It's go time, which is absolutely a masculine outlook, a masculine energy. And there are go days and there are no go days, especially for me. So you might be the person who's the opposite of this, who's always going and you might need to be calling on your feminine. You might need to rest. You might need to call in some ease. You might need to surrender and just say, fuck it. It's not happening today. Right? So again, we have a natural disposition to this, a natural state or natural ratio that our energy falls in. And then depending on environmental stimulus, environmental factors, our ratio may adjust accordingly, right? So that's what I want you to know about feminine and masculine. They are different. They're supposed to be different. They are not in competition with each other. They complement each other. Every being on this planet, regardless of gender, has their own ratio of this energy, and you can stay in that natural state. That's when you're going to feel most aligned. But know that there are going to be environmental factors that pop up. And how you respond to those is completely up to you and within your power. And you can call on these energies if you need them, if you need more focus or if you need more surrender, if you need more achievement or if you need more peace. All of it is available to you. All of it lives within you because you are divine. All right. So that's it. That's my message. <laughs> if you're looking to understand your current masculine and feminine dynamic, head over to rootedfeminine.com quiz. This quiz is the starting point. It gives you the insight into where exactly you're at in your rerouting journey. And from there, you can, you can take steps in any direction. Okay. So we need that insight first. It all starts with awareness, right? So again, rootedfeminine.com slash quiz. And I will see you next time here in Temple Space. Thank you so much for listening to Rooted Feminine. For show notes, links, downloads, head over to rootedfeminine.com slash podcast, where you'll be able to build a deeper relationship with me and the show, as well as sink into all past episodes. If you loved what you heard today, it would be so kind of you to share it with your divine feminine friends, subscribe to the show, and even leave a review. Cannot wait to connect with you next week.